Beatrix, yeah. Beatrix, yeah. Yeah. It's the highest host, Adam Hill, chilling out right here at the Crown OG Studios. Uh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you all for joining wherever you're at. If you're watching live on Twitch, hi. If you're watching on YouTube, what's up? And if you listen anywhere you listen to podcasts, be it Google, Amazon, Spotify, Apple, uh, whatever, do wherever podcasts are. We appreciate y'all. You can be anywhere in the world, do whatever you want, and you're here with us. And we're going to make it a great time. Of course, Kentron on the keys, tickling them ebony's and ivories. Dude, I'm excited about today's show. Uh, I got a, an amazing DJ sitting next to me. Uh, I did a little little research, found out there's a little local Valley pizza shop that he's a part of. Ooh. You know, I'm a fucking 818 kid, say it backwards, born and raised. Uh, also a world-renowned DJ, uh, uh, producer, a turntablist. Is that a word, turntablist? It sure is. Turntable. He's won. He's won. Uh, Competitions, multiple competitions, traveled around the world, and he's here on the Versace Espresso Glider Recliners with us right now. I'm talking about JCO, baby. Yeah. What up? What up? Hi. What's up, Doc? How you doing, man? I'm great, man. Thanks for pulling up and chilling with us. Of course, man. We we're in the valley. You're in the valley, I'm in the valley. We out here, Sherman Smokes, you know? Shit's right up my alley, dog. Hey, in the valley, right up the alley. We out here making it happen. Uh, Bro, I got to recently see you. Um, This is how I got, I was aware, is we were at an event. I hosted it. It was a nothing but fire event in LA. And you were the headlining DJ. And I was like, well, who's JCO? Because like in my world, you know, I'm not really familiar with, with, you know, the deep, some DJs, but not like the whole DJ culture. And I know there's like a huge culture with it. And I just saw we have a bunch of mutuals. I was like, this fool's in the valley. He's at a weed event DJ. He's worked with so many artists. How how have I not crossed paths with this? I mean, I bet we have. To be honest. We probably have. Yeah, but we be high. You know, not, we out here. I'll be forgetting shit yeah, real dude. quick. But like <laughs> I did a little bit. We were we were on my stream last night. Uh, you know, and I was just looking up some shit. We were listening to your mixes. I know you got a new album that just released. Yes, sir. Twilight Nine. Twilight Nine, dude. Is this Twilight? Is that a series? And is this like the ninth one or are they all called? No, so uh Twilight Nine is actually based off of golf. Okay. So Twilight Nine is a term when you go out at the end of the day and get in a quick nine holes as the sun setting super chill beautiful everything's laid back and uh that's basically the vibe of just because i i love golf shit right and i was trying to incorporate that in my album somehow and when i finished producing all the music i had about like 10 to 12 records i was considering and then there was like nine that i was like these are for sure and i was just like Call the, call the shit Twilight Nine tied into my love for golf with the music and it was just like bada boom bada bing. Yeah, I saw you, you, you have like uh when when was this passion for golf a thing? Is this a more recent thing or you always been golfing? Definitely not always. I started probably like seven years ago. Okay. And just my boy like brought me out to this little janky ass part three fucking Weddington, you know, right on yeah. Whitset. Yeah. And uh I just kind of fell in love with it and just like once you get the bug and you hit one good golf shot, you're like, fuck, I want to do that again. And it's just been chasing that feeling and getting better and better as a golfer. And then like decided to make it part of my brand as an artist because I'm like, let me promote and make my brand part of like just showcasing all the shit I love. So, you know, making content, doing all yeah, this shit. It's like, it's not forced. It's like, yeah. I'm just showing people the shit I love, you know, music, food. In golf. That's yeah. crazy because uh, I posted today, uh, make your passion your paycheck. Because if you love what you do, it's never work. Yep. And you love golf, you love music, and you're just incorporating it all and just exactly. making it happen. Yeah, man. What? That's, that's, that's like goals. It is. I mean, I've been living my life with that kind of frame of mind ever since I graduated college and have been able to avoid a real job for the last. What, what's a fucking, real job? You know, something that you don't like to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting at a desk. Yeah. Uh, Doing some shit you hate. Right. You right. Know. So, I mean, because you've been, I mean, you've been fortunate enough to you DJ and, and have a living off DJing. I've seen you had re- residencies at multiple places. Yeah. You've traveled uh, the world DJing for artists, working with artists. Like, yeah. I saw recently... Uh, 
you were working with one of my favorite people in real life because he's just so fun and always wants to have a great time. Redman. Yeah, me and me and Redman actually have a whole group together. What? Yeah, so me and Redman together are, have a group called One Thousand Volts. Okay. And uh, electrifying. Yeah, we put out. Yeah, that's what, that's why we call it because me and him combining forces is a lot of power right there. Let's go. So, Love it. Uh, we put out our our debut EP on uh, Deadbeats, which is Zed's Dead's label, um, right pre-pandemic, and things were looking up. We were doing some festivals, like we did Shambhala in Canada, Elsinik in Canada. The music was moving, and then the pandemic pandemic basically just forced a full restart. Um, but we're actually working on the the full album, which should be coming out early next year. That's that's fucking awesome. There was a, a time Redman had a brand that he put out in the cannabis space. You know about this? It was like pre-rolls. Right. And I was with him and, and the whole crew when he like debuted it at one of these cannabis events. And we had like a sprinter van and Redman was so adamant about driving the van. He didn't want to get, he wanted to drive the van with all of us in it. Yeah. And it was like a moment in my life. I'm like, how the fuck am I in a sprinter van where Redman is driving us to the next I've had place? so many moments like that, bro, with Red. Yeah. He's I just, mean, because literally, like, he's been one of my favorite artists since I started DJing. Okay. And, like, I remember I when I got my first car, I, we were living in Pittsburgh at the time, and my brother was in college in, like, Baltimore, Towson area, and I had to drive there to go pick up this little shitty Honda Civic with a little sub in the back. A little 10-inch. But, but I was hype, you know? Right. But I remember driving... Base. And I had like, I had just copped. I feel like it was like Doc's the name or whatever the most recent Red album was. And I remember bumping it the whole way home. And now it's like Red Man's one of my best friends. Like, the, the he's, yeah. he's the realest motherfucker in the game. Like, yeah. he, like literally, he'll come out to LA and we'll be working on shit. I'm like, yo, you need a hotel? He's like, nah, man, I'll just fucking crash at your crib. Like, I literally have Redman in my studio Bro, yeah. on a fucking air mattress. I've heard these And I'm stories. like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Like, I remember I, like, knocked on the door and opened it up. And he was, like, sitting on the air mattress in the studio, like, watching cartoons and shit. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what's going on it, right it, now? It, I, he just likes to crash at, at houses, his homie's houses. And we were at this filming and then afterwards they had this little thing at a house where everyone went to and they had a chef and they were cooking it up yeah. and Redman's like nah and he got in the kitchen and cooked himself his own meal yeah he's mad particular with his, <laughs> like, with his shit we got like a fucking hired chef here cooking for everybody Redman's like nah nah let me make my yo, shit yo he's super particular <laughs> with, with certain shit yeah well I mean as I've learned over time that, that's working crazy with uh, so you worked with many artists all around the world uh, what what was like young young JCO young Jake was, was you always in the music were you yeah i mean i started djing in eighth grade like what? what like little house parties like just i mean when i started i was just like in the crib like after school like learn how to scratch because i was like a really wanted to be like a battle dj okay so i was the first couple years i was just kind of in the room after school like i used to do i used to like skateboard and do graffiti and do all that shit and just and this fuck is around. out here or in Pittsburgh? This was in Pittsburgh. Okay. I went to Taylor Alderdice, the same school that Wiz and Mac I went saw, to. Yeah. And like I was one of Wiz's first DJs. Before he like blew up, blew up. Yeah. I mean, he was popular. Yeah. But, but like my boys from from high school were started Ross from Records, which is who signed Wiz, made Wiz who he was. What? Same with Mac Miller, rest in peace. But like Mac, like our families, like our parents were friends. Like, Mac used to come to my house when he was, like, five years old for Jewish holidays. Like, it was crazy. Well, El Rosh Hashanah dinner. Yeah. That's but it was crazy because I, like, remember, like, because I was in high school at the time because he's much younger than me. And, like, after the family meal, like, the older kids, we'd go up to my room on the third right. floor, fuck around on the turntable, smoke some weed. And he was just this little kid. He'd be, like, trying to chill. We're like, yo, chill, bro. Like, go, go back <laughs> down to your parents. <laughs> Let me hit that. You know. Oh, uh, Yeah. It's well, pretty crazy. fucking wild, yeah. Damn, that was in Pittsburgh. That was in Pittsburgh. What? So yeah, I just came up, cut my teeth in that, did a few house parties, then I went to college and got on college radio, and I started, I was DJing in a band called Audible Mainframe. Rest in peace, Victor, um, the lead singer who passed like a while ago, but he was the man, and I was like super entrenched in the Boston hip-hop scene. And you were a DJ in a band, like, are you talking about like a Slipknot band? Or are you talking no, about kinda like, like picture like The Roots. Okay, okay, some so like, more funky, yeah, yeah. Yeah, funky, kinda like a hip-hop right. jam band kind of right. scenario. Love it. But 
I was doing that. I was DJing. Like all the like local shows would come to town. I would coordinate interviews with like Wu Tang, and then I'd be the house DJ at the show. Right. So I was like touring with like all the Boston rappers, all the big name you know rappers that we grew up listening to. I was interviewing them and like DJing at the show. So I had a real deep like come up in the hip hop world. Who got first. you in the hip hop though? Well, well. Uh, I'm not gotta, gotta say my older brother. Yeah. Chef Osh, who's Chef. now, uh, you know, running shit over at Gorilla Pies. Yo, what's up with Gorilla Pies, dude? So. I, I hear about it. I've seen it. It was like, I think it popped up like, I don't know if it was right before the pandemic or during the pandemic, like the, the store. And like, I drive by it because it's right in the middle of the Jewish neighborhood. And, you know, I'm out there all the time for the community and shit. And I'm like, yo, I know they're not kosher, but they're right here. Yeah. Like, we just stumbled in that location. But basically, my brother was the head chef of Nobu. What? Then he was the head chef of Mama Shelter. What? And then he was a chef at a Michelin star Indian spot in New York City. Stop it. So the pandemic hit, and everything closed up. And he lived, like, two blocks away from me, right? And uh, you couldn't see people, right? Every restaurant's closed. You're not supposed to do shit. But growing up, our family, every Sunday was, like, pizza night, right? That's cool. So he would... uh. He was like, fuck it, everything's closed. Like, I'm going to start just trying to make pizza. So he started fucking with the dough recipe and all this shit. So he's like, let me get into it. And he's a scientist, so he could do fucking whatever. And a scientist? What do you mean a scientist? No, just like with food. Okay, okay. I thought he actually had like a degree in like biology or some shit. Nah. (laughs) But basically, I was this guinea pig. I was like, yeah, obviously every Sunday I'm coming over to eat free pizza. Let me eat your shit. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, he started getting the hang of it. And we saw like a lot of people were doing like pop-up. Like restaurant right. ideas and shit Ghost out of their, out of their crib, because yeah. every all the restaurants are closed, and we was like, "Fuck it, let's let's try it." And I remember I was sitting in the kitchen, like helping chop up ingredients. He's like fucking with the dough, and like, what should we call it? And it was just like, this is like a we're starting on some real underground, like a guerrilla movement, right? But like G U E, yeah, guerrilla, like guerrilla. marketing shit. Yeah. And we're playing around with names with that. I'm like, yo, but like gorilla the animal has so much more fun. The logo could be much more fun and it still kind of has that you know yeah that connotation of being like you know an underground movement but it's just way more fun and just and right then we're like boom gorilla pies and then like through word of mouth like she started cooking and my dad found this kosher pizzeria that was going out of business and the price that we got it for was just so low that we're like fuck it like let's try let's run it because we because i don't think if it was like normal times and everything was normal that my brother would have been like yo like i want to like put up the bread and like really take the risk to do this you know on his own but like with the circumstances he was just like fuck it let's do it pineapples on pizza yeah we got a pineapple pizza yeah do you like do you are you cool with with it what's like the craziest thing that was put on pizza and you're like this is actually delicious um, like anyone, but like, probably, jam, like jam or jelly or like a- Well, I mean, at our at Gorilla Pies, uh, we got a pizza called the Rabbi. What? So it's a pastrami Reuben pizza. Uh, oh, wow. It's fucking insane. Okay. Bro. Like caraway seeds on the crust, which is like what makes rye bread rye. He like cures the pastrami himself, charred cabbage, homemade Russian dressing. Like it's fucking beautiful and tastes like otherworldly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, bro. Okay, yeah. We go down, and on the on the pineapple tip, right? So we got a pizza called the Big Kahuna, right? Which is our take on a Hawaiian, but it's traditionally Canadian bacon and like bacon and pineapple. But like, what the fuck does Canadian bacon have to do with Hawaii? Nothing, right? What's in Hawaii? Like a lot of Asian culture, right? So what my brother does, Chef Ben Osher, he does a house-made char siu, which is like Chinese barbecue pork thin sliced. With the pineapple, with the bacon, You're like salvating with the jalapeno, about it. with the jalapeno, <laughs> bro. I've just drooled on the mic. Yeah, I need, I need to pull up, bro. It's like, bro, if literally, you literally like, I could run there. It's like three miles from my crib, bro. I'm I like, know, dude. If you didn't film on Tuesdays, I would have brought some pies because we're closed Monday, Tuesday. Oh damn. Well, I'll pull up any other day of the week. Yeah, but like, just everything there is fucking crazy. The wings, like you heard of Roy Choi, like super yeah. famous chef. Yeah, yeah. So someone brought him in there. Actually, the dudes who created that Wu-Tang show that was on Hulu. I don't know if you caught that. Okay. They, like, remade, like, the story of Wu-Tang coming up. It was yeah, I think so, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard so about that. So dope. Yeah. But the, the guy who created that show just randomly 
fuck with Gorilla Pies and was like brought Roy Choi for lunch there one day and Roy came back literally the next day to vlog just about our wings. What? And he sat there and he was like, literally, these might be the best wings I've had in a decade. From Roy Choi, bro. Like, come on. That's like that's like organic, legendary yeah, fucking That's stamp. like Gordon Ramsay yeah. saying your shit's fire. You know what uh, I'm saying? Well, you know, there's been a lot of controversy about Gordon Ramsay lately. I haven't caught on to that. Yeah. What do you do? I don't know. He just made a whack-ass grilled cheese sandwich like it was the best thing ever and it looked like garbage, dude. He put like thick-ass cheesy, uh, fucking put it on a frying pan in a fireplace. With like a shitload of oil The cheese yeah, that, wasn't even melted That guy's fucking cooked He put like kimchi on the grilled cheese I mean that could work And then like uh, It was just It was just a weird I was like This just not even like It's like a fried cheese sandwich Not grilled cheese Yeah he's but, uh, He's been riding on his initial <laughs> Fucking buzz For a little too long Shout out to Gordon though You know people love his shows And you know His restaurants are okay But he's out here making it happen Can I smoke some weed real quick Bro smoke whatever you want can I, can I, I take was, a fucking bong real I was wondering What was taking so long I mean you're fucking asking me shit you I mean, know, I I got, Yeah yeah no we good We actually got to go You can hit it up This is a sanctioned uh, bong break so. Yeah yeah hit it up uh, I'll, I'll let him know We actually got to go to Apothecary 420 out here In Sherman Oaks Right before the show started And I got to learn a little bit About JCO And his uh, you know Smoke gay He's a real smoker he loves everything dude he smokes weed he eats edibles he fucking does pre-rolls he fucking hits carts he's out here dude he's like yeah look i golf let me get some pre-rolls let me get a cart i got fucking shitload of weed at home from this event i just dj'd so let me get some fucking more edibles he got some drinks you just you just love it dude i like to consume things when when did you first start like when was cannabis apart you said you were djing in the eighth grade smoking weed is that like were you already uh, a regular smoker then? Uh, seventh grade is when I popped off. I remember you my... You had like a bar mitzvah and you're like, let's go. <laughs> Actually, it might have been sixth grade. It was before okay. the bar mitzvah. Okay. I was in Pittsburgh at the time and um, my best friend was like a few years older than me. So naturally, he would corrupt me. But I remember... How I'm, much older is he? He's probably like three or four years. Okay. So I was in like whatever grade I was in. And, but he was like, you know In high school already Yeah Already with the cool kids Right So uh, I remember But he, obviously he didn't know shit any, You know about smoking yet So I remember we smoked out of a fucking apple Hollowed that shit out with the tin foil up top Poked some holes in it With the foil smoked, Okay Smoked some fucking I'm sure it was the worst weed ever <laughs> It was Pittsburgh Pirates Dude, uh, man, I remember high school weed. I remember selling like the worst weed ever. Well, uh, high school was what, like the late 1900s? Yeah, that was the late 1900s. Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. So I like, graduated high school in 2000. Ooh, right at the turn of the millennium. Yeah, dude. That's exciting. How was that? Were you uh, like prepared for Y2K? Bro, were I, you <laughs> actually, you want to know where I was? For Y2K? Yeah. Were you like, were you like, I bet I'll, about I'll give it? you a thousand dollars. If you could guess where in, I was, just even the in a, so in the, a, in the a, part of the world. What part of the world? Yeah. Y2K. So you just graduated high school. You went to high school in Pittsburgh. Still uh, in high school. Still in high school. It's New Year's. I'm you're still already, in high school. My yeah, senior year. Yeah, senior year. It's New Year's. So you're on winter break, probably. It's the holiday break. You're in motherfucking a bunker in Washington D.C. I was in Israel at the border of Jordan and Israel. What? Fucked you up on that one. I love Israel. <laughs> yeah, so my senior year, I went to uh, this program where I did a semester in Israel. Like, I took classes and we traveled around the country. Like in high school? Yeah, in high school. Like, I got credit for it. Like, I left my high school for three months. Like an exchange student shit. Kind of, but, like, this program was, like, kids from all over the world coming for this exact program. Like, it was so dope. But I remember we literally... Was it like birthright or... No, it was like some... Birthright is like a one-week thing. It's like 10 days and you yeah, just go yeah. to all like the historic This was spots. like some whole different shit. Like, like I was, a semester. I was taking classes, like... Learning Hebrew and reading and writing? Less, less learning Hebrew, more like we'd learn about the history of Israel than we'd go to that fucking place and like talk about it. What? Like at the spot. That's crazy. But for Y2K, we literally camped at the bottom of Masad, which is right. like... You know. Yeah, yeah, the, where the the Ahasuerus and it was the whole Maccabees. And yeah, shit. they yeah, escaped. Yeah. You know, they're they had the town on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they took over. But like, literally, like, what the fuck? It was so crazy. <laughs> so were you guys like talking about Y two K there? And you're like, oh well, we're in the oh, desert. I mean, of course, we're like, 
yeah, we're like cool. literally next like could see jordan where we could be like have a fucking missile shot at us at any exactly. moment yeah yeah and like we're just chilling and like but we were with like counselors and they had like they're being mad shicey they had like two bottles of manischewitz like letting dudes get like one shot on i'm like i'm like yo I'm, I'm gonna need like two bottles of that to the next so i can feel something oh my god that's hilarious and I dude. dude actually i remember some chicks were like these like florida chicks and they stole their like parents fucking like Mad, so there's like a couple pills floating around. Oh I shit! I don't remember what they were, but like dudes were like, "Give me anything." But uh, but it was tight. But we so we slept and then we woke up at like sunrise, four, 4 a.m. like before the sun and started hiking. Wiking. So oh my god, it was wild. It was that wild. walk is intense too. If you do it, yeah, well, you gotta do it before it gets too hot. Yeah, I was much younger and weighed yeah. a lot less. So. It was easy. Yeah. It was an adventure time, dude. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. I, I lived there for a little while, and uh, we did a field trip, and they do crazy field trips. Like, we would go to, like, you know, concentration camps and, like, reenact what would happen if they were, like, it was like, what the fuck? Is this yeah. real life? Wild. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. So, did you DJ any parties in Israel? Um, I didn't have turntables out there, so it wasn't really possible. Are you like uh, uh you started on turntables? Yeah. And then C CDJs or Serratos? Are you so like? I, a saw, I started on vinyl, then I moved to Serato, and I was I was actually like a, a Serato sponsored artist at one point, and then um once I started doing more electronic stuff, I uh, switched over to CDJs. It was just way easier because no one else is on turntables, so. If I'm at a festival and every that stage is packed and someone's finishing and I take 10 minutes to set up all this new gear, yeah, you're going to lose the, the crowd. vibe. Yeah, the you know energy's different. Yeah. Plus, like, they're just, you know, less shit could go wrong. It's straight from USB to the to the player. Have you always been competitive, dude? Yeah, as fuck. I, I, did you play any sports in school? Yeah, I played basketball. was my number one sport. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What were you? Position? Power forward. What? I was pretty nice with it that I realized I'm 6'3", white and Jewish, can't really jump that well. Probably should focus on DJing instead of basketball. <laughs> Why not? You know, you could you could have killed it. Uh, I, I mean, know. Spud Webb was like 5'4". I know, but I think I made a good decision because I did become a professional DJ. And I don't think pro ball was in the cards for me. Yeah, I mean, what? Okay, young Jake, fourth grade, you're chilling out. What did young Jake want to be? Um, you, which like, grade? Like you're like like fourth grade. Fourth grade. Like were you like I'm gonna be a fireman, astronaut, or like were you already music was in you? You like nah. Fourth grade, I wasn't quite there yet. I was really into like basketball and sports. Okay. Stuff like that. I think that yeah, that was like my dream at that point. Okay. It was, was it was it. It was like junior high, middle school, where like yeah, I, I went to like basketball camp every summer. Like that was like my whole <laughs> shit. <laughs> Hell yeah! Who do you cheer for? Are you uh, what's your basketball team? Uh, the Lakers. All right. But it's kind of weird because I fuck with the Celtics too, because I went to college there and spent a long time there, and I just fuck with like just how Boston sports like people are, and just like that team is always just like a hardworking blue collar team. And like how I play ball, I play like more of a Celtic. If I was the judge, my mean? you know, I just I'm a workhorse. It might not be pretty, but I'm gonna get that shit done. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the tech is not gonna look good, but we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, dude. so I fuck with both of them, but if Lakers are playing the Celtics, I'm going Lakers. What, yeah. bro? Because I've seen you uh, have won competitions. Yes. You've uh, you were the champion on VH1's Master of the Mix. That was crazy. Which got you like a bunch of gigs, interviews. I saw like after that, you even became the face of like big brands. Yeah. Like a Smirnoff Spotify crowd. What is that? Uh, well, basically, so I was on VH1 Master of the Mix. It was a reality show, ten episodes, national TV, like Top Chef, Chop style show. So every episode was a different challenge with eliminations. Like what? Like what? Like who does the best crab mix or the best like? Well, every every like the first episode was like just do your thing, showcase you, and then there was like a team challenge, the EDM challenge, the rap challenge, the skills challenge. You know, like all types of like different things like that. And um, after 
fucking 10 episodes on TV, I fucking, I won the whole shit. And it, did you uh, expect to win? Like going in? Were you like, I'm gonna I kill mean, this shit? Or you like, I I'm just- nah, I did. I mean, I did expect to win. I knew I had a shot. Like, if I didn't have a shot to win, like, why the fuck would I compete? That's like, that's how I like enter things, you know? Right. I'm always winning. That's why. Like, I, I wasn't like, oh, I'm just trying to get like a little TV time. I'm like, I'm trying to fucking prove to motherfuckers I'm nice as fuck on on the turntables. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. But it was crazy. Like, I won like the, I think the biggest prize in like DJ history, which was a quarter million dollars. What? <laughs> yeah, bro. It changed my life out the gate. Hell yeah. That's so, yeah, so after that, I was like playing I got all these club residencies, but like more open format, like, you know Do you shit where I couldn't do me as much. You know right. what I'm saying? Because if GM's up your ass, you're in Vegas, there's like, yo, this guy wants this, this guy These wants are the that. Songs you need to play. And I'm like, yo, I wanna play like festivals. I wanna play shows where I could just do my thing and people come to see me like that. So I was like, all right, I gotta focus more on producing. And, um, you know, I was able to turn down all the like local gigs to like get by because I made all that money. It took about two years and like 40 fucking records, it feels like, to finally be accepted in the, in the producer artist world. And I started doing festivals and just like keeping the shit moving. The momentum is crazy. I've DJed in like 30 countries, played like hella different festivals. Where's like, like the craziest place you've been? You're like, damn, DJing brought me here. Uh, I mean, India was crazy. That was like one of the biggest culture shocks. But like my favorite spot is Thailand in the world. Like I love Thailand. I hear that a lot about Thailand. Fucking Australia goes off. I got I did a festival in uh Does the toilet go the other does the toilet water go the other way in Australia? Yeah, you actually pour it from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but actually one of the coolest shows I ever did was in Tasmania. That that's in Africa? Nah, it's like off the coast of Australia, but not quite New Zealand. Like this whole like little island. Tas- okay, I'm gonna have to Google Earth that shit later. Yeah, Tasmanian Devil, dude. Come yeah, on. I know. I know the Tasmanian Devil. You don't know him. Yeah, dude, dog. What's his last name? That guy, right? But what's his last name? And he always goes, Whoa, and he spins yeah. around like nah, a tornado, you know. dude. I'm a fucking. But, uh, but they had this, uh, this crazy. Like 80s baby, baby. This crazy art museum called the. Uh, Tasmanian Devil. Fuck. What's his last name? I asked you that. Don't try and flip I that know, shit. I don't know his answer, so I want to know. It's fucking Schwartz, obviously. Tasmanian Schwartz? No, Carl Schwartz is his full, full name. But they call him Taz. That's just his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, dude. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Anywho. I know there's a lot of countries in Africa. I feel like there's one called Taz or something like that, but... I'll be getter, I'll anyways, get better at my geography, dude. Anyways, were I'm, you a good student? I uh, I got it done. You know, I didn't enjoy it, but you know, I got through on some like B B average type shit. You know? Yeah. Teachers were like three three point something. You know? Dude, I, I got by the good. My yeah. parents were happy. Teachers, that wasn't a problem. You didn't get like talks too much in class or once. No, nah, I was just trying to get through it. I mean, I obviously had some moments where I did some <laughs> fucked up shit. <laughs> I definitely fucked with teachers and got suspended. A couple fights here and there, you know. Hell but yeah. that's, we're kids. That's what we do. Yeah, uh, I know you said you love golfing, and I saw recently your one of your goals is to golf with DJ Khaled. Has that happened yet? How's that progress going? Um, That hasn't happened yet. I'm just trying to play him so I can beat him. You oh. Because he's out there talking big smack like he's nice. He is he has gotten a lot better. And I'm actually happy with what with what Khaled's doing because he's like showing all these regular people like how fun golf is, you know. Obviously he's way over the top with it like he is with fucking. Yeah, everything. with everything, with life. But it's fucking it's great, you know, like he he found golf and fucking loves it because like look how much he's like quadrupling down on it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know uh, Eric over here loves golf. I know a lot of people that are super into golf, just getting on the greens yeah. and smoking the greens. Yeah, so I've been jumping into the golf world for the last couple years and it's all like culminated in a bunch of shit recently i've been working like top golf and melbourne golf and Devereaux and a bunch of really dope golf brands and um for the album release because i just put out my debut album called twilight nine um i threw uh instead of throwing like a regular ass party i did a, a golf tournament the Twilight Nine Invitational, which was at this golf course connected to Top Golf. What? I had like half music industry people, half 
golf industry people and like a bunch of homies. They we had speakers playing the album throughout the whole golf course, like free drinks, free food. Obviously, people were smoking what? heavy. How was I not there? Uh, we didn't meet yet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that sounds amazing, bro. Like, yeah, it was incredible. It was magical, man. Cause like it was the shit I've been working on for so long and bringing it all together and seeing it like in front of my eyes, manifesting and creating it. Yeah. And like all the love I got from, you know, just the people in attendance. And it's just like, I got like emotional about it, bro. It was crazy. I feel that just like, you know, accomplishing, uh, goals, like wanting to do something and then finishing it and seeing it happen just that feeling you get is just i feel like everyone should experience that you know we uh if you don't have just any anything anything basic to do just that feeling is amazing yeah it's crazy well uh is your is bongs your preference of smoking kind of yeah um just when i'm at the crib like i smoke kind of throughout the day but i don't go like i don't face a blunt like you're doing right now like i'll hit a bong a couple times handle some shit as soon as that starts to fade off and i'm like all right just hit another fucking few bong rips i just like yeah milk bong rips throughout the day and then as things <laughs> cool off at night i fucking jump jump down on uh, the edible train oh shit and i usually eat some eddies pretty much every night and you don't wake up all like groggy the next day from the edibles i mean just like, i guess oh, i'm ugh. just so used to it just so like nah, shake but, it off no nah, i can't even sleep in i wake up at like 7 7 30 and i like go fucking try and hit the gym first thing like i just like it's crazy daily eddie out fucking hit the gym in the morning not yeah. some days i'll be like i'm gonna get some work done okay, and, then, okay. and then i'll go Cause that's, I'm but i still to- like i'll get up and i'm like getting shit done like pretty goddamn early anyone that goes and hits the gym or does any physical activity uh shout out to y'all it's you know health is wealth uh you know we did a little weed and workouts how'd that uh, go where I, I had a gym that let me smoke weed in it so i did a little class where you could join it went great dude we did like wall sit dabs and like you know puffing planks we were doing like i incorporated smoking weed into actual workouts and you know it was a great time is that the last time you worked out no, no, I do little, I do work out, I work out. Nah, I'm nah, gonna, nah, nah. No, I do, there's proof, there's video proof of my workouts, bro. And uh, there's, uh, <laughs> um, we've been contemplating, well, I have been, because uh, the marathon is coming up again, and I ran it last year. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, you it. work out. I, I ran if you're it. running man, I will never do that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's how I used to talk. I was like, fuck that 26 miles. But, you know, I set a goal and I smoked weed the whole time while I ran the marathon and I live streamed it. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, I had people. I had a bunch of friends in uh, Illions meet me around the track. Wayne even met me at a couple spots and passed me a blood while Wayne. I was running. And, uh, you know, I did it. And crossing that finish line was... How long did it take? Well, you know, I stopped a couple times and hung out with, uh, you know, the aliens and people passing me weed and yeah, shit. no doubt. But I did it in six hours. My goal was four hours and 20 minutes. It's like a 10-minute mile, but six hours was cool. You with, should have just done it. like 8.40, so you're like, I did 4.20 twice. twice no, I didn't want to do that long. I should have done <laughs> 7.10 at that point. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you smoke hash? Concentrates? Are you a dabber? Not really. No. I've been given a lot of concentrates, but I just like, I tried to get a proper dab rig at one point and seemed to fail at it. And I was just like, yeah. What about just 1130, it, just green screening and then putting some hash on top and just bong ripping some hash at the bone. Just, I'm, I you, mean, I've done it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's the, that's the original way we started yeah, before well, all the motherfucking nah, technology. I remember the first hash I had, bro pretty crazy story i was in high school still my older brother was studying abroad in spain and we went to madrid where my brother was uh in school like my family went to visit my brother and we went out damn y'all are out here just going to school everywhere bro you're yeah. in israel he's nah, in madrid what my the parents hell? are all artists so we like okay. they like lean into that shit but i uh, remember like in music or no my parents are visual artists my brother's a culinary artist and my little brother is visual like fine art printmaking and shit and when you say visual like they do painting or drawings painting, or set photography. design my mom does like art installations and like teaches art programs and like that's fucking awesome yeah, though it's crazy. growing up in a creative family yeah that's what forced me to be not forced but was encouraged to do something you know like as soon as i showed interest in djing my parents were like what are you gonna do with that they're like hell yeah like 
Here's Get like, it. You know. They're like, they're like, fuck being a basketball player. That's boring. Do a DJ. <laughs> That's more artistic. It's more self-expression. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that man. they encourage you to do it, and yeah. you you even won like a McDonald's flavor battle. Oh yeah, I won like the McDonald's. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. McDonald's is the biggest fucking chain in the world. <laughs> yeah, it was like a national competition thing. It was pretty funny because uh, the finals was in New York City, and uh, there was like three DJs in the finals, and they had us DJing out of like massive life sized like burger boxes. So I was like in a Big Mac. Like the DJ booth was like a massive Big Mac. <laughs> That's box. fucking awesome. I know, dude, I murdered that. I took, like, the old school, like, Big Mac commercial, like, to all peas, patties, special sauce, lettuce, lettuce cheese, pickles, onions, on a sesame And then I, then I cut it but, but, up. But, I cut but. it up and threw this, like, ill trap beat under it and then started scratching it. People were like, oh, shit. Like, it went off. And they didn't do, the other DJs didn't know McDonald's Bro, songs. They could not fuck with me. Yeah. I, I roasted them. That we, battle was like, but the first round of it, like, the judges, like, didn't really understand what was going on. And they, like, George or judge them better than me and like they gave us the mic after the first round and they're like let us talk to the judges and i went at the judges because we were up on these big platforms they couldn't see what we were doing they're like down here and i was like talking shit on the first round score i was like yo judges come up here so you can see what i'm doing right now and i like went at them they're like oh shit yeah and then they came up and uh what's her name spinderella from salt and pepper was one of the judges okay and i had a push it juggle where I fucking took push, push it. it and I had to P- push juggle with that and she saw that shit and after that round it was just over okay and uh that was sick hell yeah um, dude yeah so you've just been like look I'm DJing I'm getting into battles I'm, I'm competing I'm making myself known yeah I was just like just wanted to be dope you know I just always wanted to just work as hard as I can to be as dope as I can you know and uh you know I grew up with the middle brother of three brothers playing sports, so everything was like kind of a competition. Middle, middle, yeah. middle. Yeah, I get it. So you just out here just making it happen. Yeah. Being the middle, you gotta like, you know, the older one's always the one that's the first, so they're the most precious, and then the newest one is like the baby. Yeah. And you're like, yo. Nah, middle gang. We that's out here. At. Yeah, oh, we're all big Wayne in the house. Hey. I didn't know you'd be here wearing this fire JCO merch right now, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, you got a. Uh, I saw you uh, pulled up. Um, you got the new album out. You yeah. got uh, merch. Where's the merch available at? It's uh, check it out. I brought you a little present, my guy. Whoa, what do you mean? Open this bad boy up. Oh damn, that's that colorway too. Here, pop that open. Pop okay, that up and let let the people see. We should put a link. We just uh, I just whatever re- you need, I can put it in the chat and I'll put it in the bio. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll text you the they link. Already, they already have it. Check out. Uh, that's, they that's have your Instagram. Instagram. They have your link tree. They have your Spotify. If you go to my Instagram and yeah, click that link tree. The first link is uh, boom. There she is. So I just dropped today a black colorway. Show the back. Show the back. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to. Cause the back is dark. I'm looking the at the back. The back is crazy. I'm looking at the. That Twilight Nine. So, I don't know if they can see it. It says Twilight Nine. Yeah, getting, yeah. getting high, shooting low. Yeah, high, shooting low. And with uh, I actually just dropped these hoodies today, too. Same shit. Your, your merch, JC. Oh, look. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boom. Twilight Nine. Yeah, um, yeah. The merch is fire. The album is amazing. It's some of the dopest shit I ever made. And, uh, you know, support independent artists. I paid for this album myself. And the shirt's fucking so dope. Kind of so. goes with the shoes, too. Pretty much a win-win. Getting high, shooting low. Smoking that grass on the grass. Staying on the green. Yes, sir. What? There you go. Bro, let me ask you something. If you had the opportunity to have dinner, like have four people or uh, yeah, have dinner with no three people. Look, I'm high. If you're going to have dinner, just have them pull up to Gorilla Pies for some pizza. If three people, dead or alive, dead or anybody, dead yeah. or alive, who would you have pull up? I'm going to go Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Tiger Woods. And uh, Michael Jordan. Ooh. Well, two. Oh, th- no. Michael Jordan's kind of known to be a dick. Two of, the, two, two of, the, <laughs> two of those three are still uh, alive and it's possible. Right. So you, you want me to go? You can, no, you can make that happen. I mean, there's still opportunity. Put it out there. Yeah. Is Tiger Woods the best golfer? Who's better, Tiger Woods or Steph Curry? Tiger Woods. 
fuck? I saw that in chat. <laughs> I know a bunch of NBA players are all into golf and shit. Yeah, no, I play with some and a bunch of NFL dudes. It's pretty tight. How like golf has like become cool as fuck. Like over the pandemic, everything was closed down, and no one had shit to do, right? And that was the only outdoor activity you could really go do because you're like separated from people. You're like on your own ball, right? So golf like just blew up by like four thousand percent. Like literally, those are the numbers. And all these people got into golf and all these cool, like fashion brands and just like golf is like emerging as this new like dope shit that isn't as stuck up as like people think it is and it's like yo it's actually fun as fuck if you just get out there with your boys get blazed now is it annoying yes that <laughs> what what i, I don't know <laughs> now that is more popular yes a lot cool but is it more crowded on the course now yes. you have to wait a lot longer it's to fucking get- annoying at the at the public courses like it's a lot harder to get tea times it's just like there's a line now and shit because it's always like when you like something you 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 don't want to be a gatekeeper because you're not trying to like be a dick but at the same time you're like i don't want to wait an hour yeah for does, what i've been doing if someone's trash in front of you taking forever it definitely sucks but that's why you smoke the weed yeah so you can chill out what's the best uh what's the best to consume on the i mean you're not rolling around with the bong on the golf course nah i usually roll with uh either like a wax pen or some pre-rolls but like it's important to like you gotta have golf weed, right? What's that? A lot of my boys talk about this. So. Yeah, yeah, I see them nodding. What's golf it weed? Can't, it can't be too, can't be too strong. You so can't, I can't like roll around with a blunt. I mean, you can, like, cause you probably like how you operate. That's probably just normal for you. It's like a cigar. Don't right. they smoke cigars on the course? But cer- certain weed, like all like loud, you know, hit something with some hash oil in it, you know, with some fucking keef on the shit, and then I'm like standing over my ball like fuck i am baked right now <laughs> but like a little some a little lighter some a little less fucking intrusive on your fucking brain you know to just like take the edge off and you just like relax it's so much more peaceful like right like, like oh damn this shit, yeah. these birds are sounding nice right now you, you just like zone in and like think about less because when you're over your golf ball like trying to swing there's a lot of shit going through your head so if you're like more chill the more relaxed you are the better the better you'll hit what about mushrooms yes <laughs> yes dude the dude the best i've ever played in my life we won the pga memes tournament in arizona A pga what pga memes is like this big like memes yeah pga memes is like a instagram page but it's like okay. a massive golf meme page okay yeah yeah that's what so, i was so they threw they throw through a tournament at the Waste Management Open, which is like the big party tournament okay. in Phoenix. That's awesome. And uh, it was my, my team was me, my boy Jesus of Golf. Jesus, love it. Jesus of Golf is this dude Jacob Galladay. He's a pro long driver, but he's like the the coolest like hippie, chill, laid back dude. He <laughs> okay. comes up dressed. You think he's fucking homeless, and he just smashes four hundred yard drives. Sheesh. So we had. <laughs> <laughs> We had him and a couple other homies and we took some shrooms and it was just like we won the whole tournament like my putter was like literally part of my body i was just like 20 feet away i'm like ball you go here damn and that was draining shit dog like we won a bunch of prizes now when like, you say shrooming are you like micro or are you back like you going in not not full going like this is probably like a micro plus that okay, day like a gramish yeah okay but like but my boy jake Galladay. Who he, Jesus? Jesus yeah. went all He'll in. He'll be on acid and shrooms. Like he, <laughs> he gets it in on the course. He got that superpower straight. And he's better than everyone. Like nah. he's like the Bruce Lee of golf, but he's white. That's crazy. If you could have any superhero power, what would it be? Damn. That's a good question, bro. Give me, give me some options. You know, there's invisible. There's flying, mind reading, teleporting. You know, there's all sorts of things. There, I'll fuck could, with teleporting. Teleporting, just bro, like, cause I've been touring so long, like, the amount of effort it takes just to get places is what exhausts you. You know, it's not the travel. It's not being there in the city doing the show. It's like traveling six hours to get there, time change, fucking partying at the night, getting on the shit back. Like, you get home, yeah, beat. Well, if I was like, boom, boom. But dude, I would save money on. Think of how much money I'd save on flights, dude. Yes, I could play Tokyo fucking tonight. Now, in an hour from now, dude. When, when you teleport, are you like open a portal, enter the portal, or are you like snap your fingers or just think about it and you're there? I'm open. 
I'm this, open. I'll right. accept any, any sort if of If there was a portal, like if you're just walking, let's say you're on the golf course, right? You're just chilling and there's a portal that I'd just appears. I'd rather just be able to think about it because I'd be a little shook if I got to step in something and so press then, a button, you know? It's like. Well, you don't press. I think you just walk in and then you just appear wherever it, it puts you, I guess. You got to put your Tokyo. coordinates in. But like I guess, Bill, yeah. on some Bill and Ted shit. But I wonder if you have to be there before <laughs> you go there to know what it is. Or are you just like, I don't know. But let's say there's a random portal that just appears, right? You're just walking. Yeah. You're on the golf course, whatever, and a portal just shows up. Are you it walking says, in it? Go anywhere? Well, do I got. No, you don't know. It's just a portal. It just no. appears. Fuck no, I'm not going. <laughs> no. You are? I mean, I don't know. I'll definitely, I mean, send, how, how I'll definitely often, send one of my boys first. How often do portals appear <laughs> for you to enter? I'm like, yo, Wayne, come here, check this portal. <laughs> Hop in the portal. <laughs> he'd, he'd probably do it. Yeah. Do you do you are you do you believe I know the government recently came out and there's been a lot of like alien talk. Are you do you think there's like other species living I mean, beings? I feel like there should be. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that Mexico bullshit. I don't fuck, I, I mean, don't believe that. I just think that was just to see how the world would react if they announced that there were aliens. I don't think people cared because gas is seven bucks a gallon now. But like, I don't know if the gas so price had, a, <laughs> had anything to do with it, but that fucking, those little mini dudes, I mean, I hope if those are them, like, come chill, you know, like, pull up. <laughs> hey, come hang out, we're I'll, chilling. I'll adopt an alien. I'll like, not, fuck I'll, it. Damn, that'd be crazy. Yo, let's start like an adopt an alien fucking company. Just have a little E.T. and he's just like, I'm trying to go home, bro. And you're like, no, you're chilling. Here's a Reese's peanut butter cup, bro. Chill with us. <laughs> what do aliens eat you think hopefully not humans they'd be here a lot more if they did i mean they might be you know there's a lot yeah, of people that go missing dudes left yeah, and right. you know but i mean i don't know how many of them there are or who's out there dude do you have a cure for munchies yeah eat food what do you have like a go-to what's your like nah it's definitely like chips or chocolates or moment to moment you know all right it's whatever you're craving and whatever's on hand what about uh cotton mouth if you any drinks you have a go-to beverage i mean you know water's pretty good out here it's good for you water's the best but dude. i i'm a diet coke fiend what it's crazy. I know there's there's those people are out there. I'm dude. a DC guy. I actually have a Diet Coke tattoo. Stop it. No, I don't have that. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, like, look, it is what it is, dude. Do, uh, what did you when you pulled up here? What are you listening to right now? What's in like? Um, actually, I was just listening to a podcast on oh, the way here. Oh yeah. Roll two bears, one cave. Oh yeah. That's yeah. exciting. So you listen to a lot of podcasts? I do. I do. I mean, if I'm not. Well, this is this is my process for what I listen to. Um, I mean, if I'm actively working on a song, I'm obsessively like working on it, making bounces, listening to it in the car, running through that type of shit. And then once I'm done with all that, I move to podcasts that eat up time. And then every you know Friday is like new release day, so I'll, I'll like from Friday through the weekend, I'll like casually just dig through new releases, try to find shit, see if there's things. That I'd either want to play or want to flip or just get inspired by to like you know it's work, yeah. But you love it. I, love I actually it. watched your uh, live stream of during the pandemic. Oh, in that cave, it's like a little full-on visual Vortex. fucking. That was crazy. Bunch of visual scrap. First, I thought you were in front of an audience, and then they did a back shot. And it was just like more screens, and you're like, if you're at home, take a big fat hit off your blunt right now. And I was like, hell yeah. I bet I did say that. You did. You I were lit. Dude, I don't remember. Chat loved it, dude. The energy was lit over there, bro. Yo, that shit went off. Yeah, yeah. yeah you were. You brought the energy. So I know you said you were competitive, and you like to, uh, you know, play to win. Uh, when was the last time you played Connect Four? Fucking earlier today. Yeah. Nah. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you good at Connect Four? I'm. I'm a Hasbro recognized champ. I never heard of Hasbro, so Hasbro the creator of Connect Four. Hasbro games? Yeah. I ain't scared. Alright, alright. So let's go. Look. Fuck you, dog. Look, uh, you want red or yellow? Here, I'll just do red since more yellows are on your side. Bam, bam. Alright, you wanna go first or you want me to go first? Whatever you want. We're going this way? Uh yeah, I'm gonna have the cam that camera seat so I can put it up a little bit if you can see. Are you ready? You wanna go first? You might wanna close this, dude. You even know how this game works? Nah, I don't. 
You wanna go first or yeah, we go first? Alright. Let's run it, dude. Let's go. We chillin' with JCO. Check him out. Links are in chat. You can find him. Uh on socials. He got a new album out. Oh, I see your strat, dude. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. He's super competitive. He's into it. Check out the Twilight Nine. Uh been around. Where's where's like the craziest place you got weed? What do you mean? Like you've traveled all around nah, the this world. This guy's trying to. All right, I'll shut up. I won't say anything. No, I won't say anything. It's that. fine. It's fine. I'll be quiet, dude. We'll just we'll just watch this game. Uh, go ahead to head right here. I'll just shh. Be quiet. Shh. Stop talking. Be quiet. Go. All right, I got you. Go. Uh, let's do this, dude. How how should I do this? Let's go. Let's go right here. Let's go right here. Let's go right here. Oh, fumble. You're making me nervous, dude. Dude, get your shit together. All right, I got it. I got it. I got it, dude. I'm just a little nervous right now. All right, I got it. I'm just trying to see how I'm going to win. Same. Oh, good answer. Good answer. Uh-oh, it's a, it's an intense battle now. He's got a couple setups going. I'm out here trying to figure out how long I want this game to last. Oh, he just beat me. No, he didn't. Did you? <laughs> oh boy. Uh oh, the music is making me nervous, dude. I know. Oh shit. Great move, great move. Oh my God, you make me nervous. Ken, the music is so intense right now. <laughs> you guys see it? You guys see it? Great game. You got me oh, You had a great yeah. opportunity. I saw a moment where I got really nervous. You didn't see it, but he got it. Damn, that was a good game. I get a free pie at Gorilla Pies. I got you, dude. I come in, dude. I'm gonna pull up and get a free pizza. God baby. damn it! Whoa, let's go! Fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> if you oh, honestly man. look, you went here. Yeah. If you went here instead, you would have beat me. Yeah. Because I would have been forced to go here or here, and you would have had the four. Yeah. And that's why I got nervous. But that's why I didn't say anything because I didn't want to say shit. But look, I'll let you know how you could have done it. Hey, that's that all was, good. We can we can run it back next time. That was. We, <laughs> I almost got you. I almost got you. You did, dog. That's why I was like, oh fuck, don't see it, don't see it, don't see hey, it, man. don't see it. JCO, what's so what's coming up? What's next? What what do we got? Go? What's like a regular day in the life for uh, JCO? We waking up? What are we doing? I mean, we're waking, we're baking, we're working out, we're working on music, working on the next project, we're grinding on Gorilla Pies, then back to music, maybe a little couple video games, couple more. What do you play it? I'm a sports game guy. Uh, I play like Madden. FIFA? I, I don't fuck with FIFA. I just always sucked at that. <laughs> 2K? <laughs> They're too small. <laughs> I can't see them I, well. I think you could change the camera angles. I don't know. Are you, are you uh, at 2K? Oh, yeah, I play 2K. You 2K? Uh, PGA 2K, oh, actually. Okay. I actually work with PGA 2K on... Uh, what? Soundtrack? <laughs> Shut up. Do you have um, a track? I don't have it. We're working on some tracks for, for the next one, actually. But I DJ, like, the PGA 2K Global Launch Party. Um, I just did... Uh, they brought me out to Atlanta. We filmed this, like, 2K showdown thing at Topgolf. Um, so I'm real tied in with 2K and... That's fucking awesome. Hopefully, can have a lot of music in their games. Like, what? But we'll see. Let's go. I saw you did some shit with Red Bull. I don't know how long ago that was. Oh, I mean, back in the day, you know, I did a bunch of events. I did the Red Bull freestyle battle back in the day. 
Um, Bro, you out here just fucking make, staying, hustling, I, making I, it happen. I fucking work my ass off, just bro. Do I'm it. Just like, it's great to see. I, I refuse to quit because I'm like, because then I feel like a failure. So I'm just like, keep pushing, keep doing shit. And, you know, you can't fail if you keep fucking doing shit. Do you, you get know? tired? Yeah, I get tired. But, like, <laughs> my motivation to, like, just keep doing dope shit and elevating is like drives me to like have energy for shit. We running the marathon? No. <laughs> I, I gotta save my energy for these beats, dog. Oh, and these golf courses. You can make a marathon mix and just fucking I could. do a whole fucking whatever, like a five hour, six hour marathon mix and just boom, boom. Just it's possible. Throw in some like inspirational quotes and motivating fucking. I do that shit in my mixtapes actually. Actually, if you listen to the the intro of my album, the song called Momentum, there's this whole like fucking inspirational quote about like just gaining momentum and like you know getting your shit going. So definitely go check out that album. It's some of the dopest shit I've ever made. It's like electronic meets hip hop meets reggae meets like fucking Rufus the Soul meets like yeah. You had a whole bunch of it's, mashups it's and it's shit. It was great. Vibe. Yeah, yeah. I love love to hear it. Listen uh, to a front to back. Do you mind if we go to chat and see if we have any questions? I know yeah, there's a couple questions that was in chat. Can we scroll to the top of chat and then bring it back down slowly so I can see was uh, is Curry going to be in the next PGA 2K? He's in this one. Damn. He's already in it. Uh, can you just scroll all the way up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your Taco Bell order? Um, just all the way to the top, Adrian, please. Taco then, Bell order. I'm going... Um, I'm a Taco Supreme guy, you know. I just get a bunch of those. The the Doritos, the crunchy joints. Uh, Sometimes I go for the double decker, Steez. But I try and avoid Taco Bell these days. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm a cactus I, I guy. It. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I'll hit cactus. So if I'm going late now, I'm going in. Wait, and out. you said cactus? Yeah. The, the one that there's like 17 of them in the valley now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I That's see that. That's my burrito spot. It's close. The breakfast burrito spot. I see that. Oh, kosher. Uh, they're talking about the kosher food. Uh, kosher just basically means it was uh, certain animals or certain laws on certain animals you can and can't eat, certain ways you can eat it, and all has to be uh, uh, observed by a rabbi when it gets slaughtered and it has to be blessed and all that. So it's just like a, yeah, it's a way that a, it's, it's, a like, it's like but a Jewish are, law. We are not kosher. I am not kosher. Yeah, yeah, he's not. I'm just saying his, he's right next to like a kosher market yeah. and like kosher food trucks. and <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's crazy out there. Uh, all right, uh, so what do we got in chat, dude? Did, uh, yeah, we talked about the bar mitzvahs. Uh, let's see what else we got. You got fresh kicks. Do you, are you a big shoe shoe fan? Yeah, I do have a good amount of kicks. A lot of uh, Jordans and just Air Max and Flash it and some dope Adidas stuff. So I definitely enjoy a fine shoe. Hell yeah. Uh, have you tried any of those like new running types of shoes like the Hoka's or the Clouds or any of those? Uh, nah, but my my brother wears the Hoka's when he's when he's uh, on his chef shit because he got some injuries and he's on his feet all day. And both my dad and my brother swear by the Hoka's. Yeah, I uh, I mean, they're they're crazy shoes i actually when i we trained i went and got my feet laser analyzed yeah. and they told me like what kind of shoe i would need because yeah. based on your foot and your arc and the width and all that yeah, shit yeah. and you know hokas are always shoes that they recommend for people that are on their feet a lot yeah they're just not that swaggy that's <laughs> they gotta work on that i mean you know it depends on for working out on what colors and how you want to look i mean yeah. i think when you're working out and running you don't really care about looks as much as you yeah. care about comfort <laughs> and right. like what's gonna make no, you feel I'm saying good. like right now you're not wearing hokas dog no i'm not but we on we we on stage dude. what are you we, sponsored by hoka you was no, doing I hoka mean, right now no, i was just saying <laughs> we were just talking oh he's got the hokas <laughs> over here uh <laughs> what else we got uh bam dude okay i see oh africa Didi's in the building she's out here she's making fun of my um you know not knowing that tasmania is in africa Boom, 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 you say about Okay, yeah, I see you. She's out here repping. Uh, oh, Kamoshi Kasiri, dude. I know how to say smoke in Swahili. And I know how to say let's go, Twende, dude. I'm learning I'm, I'm learning all these words. Shout nice. out to Twitch. Shout out to the live uh, uh, audience, dude. They're saying great words, great game. I appreciate that. Uh, look, they're dropping your links to chat. No, no, other way. You're good. Oh, did you, was there something up there? What? Kentra, oh, if he can play Jeopardy, I'm sure he can. 
He got that shit, but we ain't doing. Well, was that during the Connect Four? <laughs> what are your favorite flavors of cannabis? I'm. I'm actually. It's crazy. My weed consumption is based on like a lot of my friends have weed brands and grow weed, and it's based on <laughs> that must be so great. what's given to me. So I'm not. It's not as snobby as you would think, but you know, I like a nice. Something that smells real good, some kind of citrusy, I, okay. sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Fruity flavors. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm into. I like the piney, the sweet. Yeah, some gassy smooth. a little some bit. Some real smooth. You yeah, know? yeah. All these new candy ones, though. I'm just kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Someone say, do do I wash my legs in the shower? Obviously. I guess some people don't. Uh, what's my preferred da in the studio? I make music in Ableton. Ableton Live. Do you have any advice for any up-and-coming artists? Yeah, if you're an up-and-coming artist, like, you know, just really focus on your craft, first and foremost. Like, a lot of people get into wanting to be an artist for clout and fame and money, but, like, in this day and age, the only way to really succeed is to be unique and come up with your own shit and, like, just lean into that because if you try and follow the pack, it's, like, it's a fucking rat race right now. So, like... Do what you can to be as unique as you can. Don't try and fit in, and you'll stand out more and get people's attention. Be original. Be original. Be original, dude. And you out here just staying true to you. Yep. Making it happen, just doing what you love. Fucking DJing in the eighth grade, you know, smoking weed on Jewish holidays. Yep, that's how we do. <laughs> to fucking traveling the world and DJing for so many artists and festivals and clubs. Above winning corporate competitions and TV shows. It's wild. Right? Have you ever, like... Yeah, I trip out sometimes. Like, you work with major corporate brands that, like, people consume and wear daily. I saw you right. work made music with, like, Nike and Adidas. Like, this is... It's like, wild. It's, I saw it. It's like, made sounds for, and it, like, named every single fucking brand that's in existence. I'm like, <laughs> well, what? Is, does he sleep? Like, what is this guy... It's crazy, yeah. I mean, even MySpace, you know, that's that's how long. Shout out to MySpace, bro. Fucking MySpace. <laughs> but, uh, dude, it's been an honor having you hit chill and hang out with us. I feel like, you know, we could keep talking for hours. But Yeah, man, that's the like vibe. Appreciate I'm it. sure we'll cross paths many times Hell in the yeah. future. Hope, maybe I'll be on the golf course, but. I mean, Gorilla Pies, you got to come for through. For sure, I'll come to Gorilla Pies. I was about to say that shit. Yeah. You, know, you know, I'm a fat boy at heart, so I'm ready to eat some you already know, combinations, dog. dude. And make some, create some things, especially with your brother who can fucking be a scientist behind it. Like yeah. flavor blends. He could do anything. Well, I want like a charcuterie pizza. I mean, pizza's already basically a charcuterie. Right, but. exactly. But we need it all. <laughs> I need the fucking jam. I need uh, the fucking jam. I need we everything. We should do a charcuterie calzone. Ooh. Ooh. Listen. They ain't ready for that. Listen. JCO. It's. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, dude. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. It's been tight. Very I learned tight. a lot. And just listen. S stay original. Be true to yourself. Do what you love. Do dope shit. Make sure, yeah. Hit me up. Make sure you follow me on all the platforms at JCO, J-A-Y-C-E-E-O-H. Cop the merch. Put out this album myself. Paying for everything. The shirt's dope. Hoodies are dope. And you'll look dope. And you'll help me out. So if you fuck with it, fuck with me. Appreciate the support. Play the music. Play it for your friends. Come to Gorilla Pies. Play some golf. Smoke some weed. Listen, it, it was... We played your song. I watched a couple of your songs. You have a couple chill-out songs. You have super trappy songs. Super, like, out there. I was like, yo, what is... Where are these sounds right yeah. now? Like, where did he find these, like, sounds? Yeah. And you took us on a journey... Yeah. And uh, uh, what's Trap Nation? Is that Trap Nation is just like a, a music platform that uh, it's like a massive YouTube okay. channel, and they're a label as well. Okay, okay, yeah, because yeah, there was a lot of you on that, and so yeah, was, that lot that's old shit. Yeah, like, yeah. But, well, uh, I mean, you know, I was looking. Yeah, yeah. We were just like, yeah, I was, digging. you know, I, I fall into holes on YouTube, yeah. dude. I find so much random shit. Yeah, my, I never really focus on my YouTube presence, which I I'm you should. At. Do you consume content? Like, what do you do? TVs. TV shows, movies, TV, YouTube shows. What do you? What's podcasts. the show right now that you're watching? Uh fucking Winning Times, the shit. Winning Times. Winning Time, bro. I'm out of it. 
Bruh. I don't know what that is. It's the fucking best show ever. It's about the Lakers, like, oh, from the okay. 70s to the 80s. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking directed by Will Ferrell. The whole, like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's the best. Yeah. I'm watching that. I'm watching Billions. Watching The Shy. Top Boy just came back on Netflix. So you're all on that streaming platforms. I'm on that, and then I watch, you know, like, some YouTube shit. A lot of golf shit on YouTube. Podcasts, you fucking, know, I'm on fucking Instagram. You know, I'm on here, all the shit. He's just out here consuming. I'm fucking. We love it. We locked in. Listen, JCO. Thank you again for coming through, dude. Thank you. I'm sure uh, we'll see him soon. We got a lot of weed events coming up. I know you love weed. Yeah. So I'm ready to go on these uh, live journeys uh, for your mix, dude. So shout out to everyone tuning in. I appreciate everybody who's still here. Uh, y'all are amazing, dude. Shout out to Kentron, of course, tickling the melody, the Ebony's and Ivory's. Hell yeah, the whole crew here. Uh, shout out to Eric, Adrian, and of course Travis making it all happen, bro. Uh, let us know what you think of the new of the look, the studio, the vibes. Leave a comment, like, subscribe, share, all that bullshit, right? Is that what Do they say? All that dumb shit. Yeah, all of it. Share. Let them know, dude. Actually, you should fucking record yourself watching this and then tag us so we can repost you, and you know we can just let people know what the fuck is going on, dude. I learned a lot, bro. And it's, it's great to just chill with you uh, and make it happen organically, dog, right here. Good vibes. Hell yeah. Until uh, next time, guys, I'll see you. Make sure you follow JCO on all platforms. Of course, Adam Ill. You already know where to find me. You're already here, dude. Until uh, next time. Bye. Peace. Bye.